Well, praise the Lord. I greet you in God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ's name. We uh, really had a, yeah, the, uh, Henry mentioned the group is small this morning, but the word is strong, isn't it? The word is the same. It is strong. And it certainly came for us this morning. And, and I'm just amazed in, in John's writing sometimes how he connects everything together. You know, he just kind of connects things. Like in that first part, you know, the doctrine, the commandments, and love, and just on and on. He connects everything together. This is, it's a, and that's the way the Word of God is. It, it connects. And it's, uh, it, it'll, one thing for certain is we can never go wrong by following the Word of God. We just can't go wrong. And uh, so that's why we're here this morning to, again, think about the Word of God and look into the Word of God. It'll keep us going. It'll, it'll uh, keep us growing. And it will keep us unto the end. Praise God for that. Uh, this morning I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving is coming up here uh, Thursday and uh, about being thankful. And uh, I know that sometimes I'm not thankful, but this is very important to God that we, as I looked into this and I looked into uh, the Old Testament and the New Testament, being thankful is not only saying thank you, but it's a way of life. It's a way of life, being thankful. And, you know, it's good that we train our children to say thank you. And uh, when we go to a restaurant or when we, somebody does something for us, we say thank you. But it has a deeper meaning than that. It, it's are we really thankful? We kind of know how to, how to play that. But, uh, you know, just uh, we can take an inventory, I guess, this Thanksgiving to, to look at how my attitude is and how, how, how thankful I really am. It'd be interesting. Uh, maybe before we start, anybody has anything to share uh, that you were just really thankful for in this past week or past year or past whatever? First, I want to read a few verses here in Colossians 2.7, it says, rooted and built up in him and established in faith just, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. Here it says we should abound in it. We should abound. We should. And then in uh, another verse, uh, verse, he says, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Now let's look at that. Give thanks in all circumstances. That means everything, I believe, in all things. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. I, I'm just thinking about last week. Uh, we got the word that my niece's husband passed away, a young man, 59 years old. And I didn't want to go. I didn't want to drive back to Holmes County to the funeral. I just absolutely didn't want to do that. And Carol was pushing me and kept pushing until I gave up. So, so we went. Uh, what I wanted to say, and I'm, I'm so thankful that we went. I am just so thankful. And the, the people, uh, the, my sister and, and 
uh, over and over expressed themselves that they're so thankful that we showed up and that uh, the uncles, uh, uncles and aunts showed up for, for the funeral. But also, I wasn't really thankful, was I? I wasn't. You know, the God took him home, and uh, I wasn't really thankful for that, uh, for that calling from God. And it, that's hard, but it says in all circumstances. You know, it's hard to be thankful when, when, when your loved one passes on. Uh, it's hard when you break your leg or whatever it might be. But I'd like to hear from you if you have anything to share on that. That you found yourself that you were not thankful or that you were extremely thankful. So if you have anything, be open, share it. And so by that not being fully committed or being fully committed, actually being fully committed will show, will show the thankfulness, right? Mm -hmm. Did you have something?
sometime after, it was a while after Hunter's death, um, I was with Willis Wagler, and we didn't find out other than him telling us, but they also lost their first child. So, We have a little bit, of, a little bit in common there. And he asked me one day if I'm not sure what the question was, but it, it concerns being thankful for Leonard's death. It is. There are aspects surrounding that that we definitely feel One simple thing is simply that he is not honored with the cares of this world. Okay, well, thank you for those uh, sharing. Anyone else? If not, let's go to uh, uh, scripture reading here. Let's go to Luke uh, 17, verse 12. And here's a little story that when I read this, I just, uh, I, I, it, it stops me all the time. And I just, uh, uh, when I read it and when somebody talks about it and preaches about it, and it just, uh, uh, yeah, I just marvel at it. I just, you know, it's so, it, you, you, you don't, I cannot, well, let's read it. In verse 12 of, uh, of Luke 17, And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And, and they lifted up their voice and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show thyself unto the priests. And it came to pass, as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, and with a loud voice glorified God, and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? There are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way, thy faith has made thee whole. What do you think when you read that? Uh, there was ten of them, 
And first, think about this. Think about these 10 people were outcasts. They couldn't go anywhere. They couldn't come to church this morning. They couldn't uh, go to their children's functions. They couldn't go to their grandchildren's functions. They couldn't go to the ball game. They couldn't go anywhere. They were lepers. They were poisoned. That, that would be a hard life. That would really be a hard life. And you know, all their social, you know, they couldn't go to the store. Think about that. But here we, we notice that he told them, and they were all obedient. He told them, go see the priest, and he will, he will do the, the ritual of whatever, whatever they do so that you can be healed. And they all were obedient. They all left and went. But there's only one that came back. There's only one that came back. And, and by what he did, we kind of noticed that he was really, really, truly thankful. He threw himself down on the ground in front of Jesus and thanked him and glorified God. There was only one. So the question this morning, and the question this morning is, am I the one or am I the nine? The nine were healed. And as, as, so many times this is what happens to us, that the Lord just blesses us with all kinds of things, and we forget simply to give him the credit and, and, and glorify him and, and thank him for it. But there was, there's one more thing here uh, that I noticed that, uh, that happened is that when he came and fell down and said, uh, and, 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 and gave glory, uh, glory to God, this is what Christ said. And he said, he, he actually, Christ actually asked, where, where are these nine? And there's one here, he's a Samaritan. He's actually outcast, outcast. He's an outcast, outcast. He's, he's on top of leprosy, he's also a Samaritan. And he's the one that came back. But I noticed that they were all healed. They were all healed. Now, but in the last verse, he said, go your way. You have been made whole. See, see not only healed, but he was made whole. And this is what, what we, should, we, should, we should just keep thanking the Lord for our salvation. We were those lepers. We were those people with leprosy, with sin. And see, that's the way sometimes we are. We just take this salvation and now we go our own way. But he wants us to glorify him. And this is one thing that I, I, I usually say, I, you know, and... and Don't be afraid to talk about your salvation. Don't be afraid to talk about your conversion. Don't be afraid to uh, talk about your testimony and give God the glory for it. The one that made you whole. See, we're in an age where uh, people uh, say, and we hear, hear it preach sometimes that, oh, you have to leave that off to the side now. You have to go on. 
You have to go on. Well, I agree that we have to grow. We have to keep growing. We have to keep growing. But we have to keep growing in that salvation, don't we? And forgetting salvation or what made you whole and being thankful for it, I think it's very, very important what has made us whole that we are really thankful for and we keep going. So the question is, are we denying or are we not? Now, in the Old Testament, and uh, I want to uh, share a few verses here. In Leviticus, it says, And this is the law of the sacrifice of peace offering, which ye shall offer unto the Lord. If you offer it for a thanksgiving, then you shall offer with the sacrifice of thanksgiving unleavened cake, mingled with oil and unleavened wafers, anointed with oil, and cake mingled with oil of fine flour fried. Besides the cake, he shall also offer his offering leavened bread with sacrifice of thanksgiving of his peace offering. Talks about a sacrifice of thanksgiving. Sacrifice of thanksgiving. And this was part of the peace offering. It wasn't a separate offering, but it was part of the peace offering. When you, and, and, and it talks about this sacrifice. So what did it take? A sacrifice is that you give something. That you, that you, uh, you give something up. Maybe something that is very important to you. Here it was food. Maybe you fasted. Maybe you, you gave your, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm not very thankful when I can't, eat when I get hungry, you know, I, my attitude changes. You know, that shouldn't be, should it? But, but here they had to give up something. And, uh, and, and to be thankful, that is sometimes the way, and I want to share a few points in this. Uh, sometimes, can we do that sacrifice of thanksgiving? But what I want to say here is, and when you will offer a, a sacrifice of thanksgiving unto the Lord, here's the important part of it. Offer it at your own will. See, a forced thank you or a forced uh, thankful person is no good. He says, I want to see that you do it at your own will. You know, I want, I want you to do it because you want to do it. And, and so that's important when we think of a sac sacrifice of thanksgiving. David probably was the champion in giving thanks and glory to God. He must have been. You know, this morning we, you know, Psalms uh, 119, uh, a long psalm, and, and, and he gives thanks in, in there a lot. And then I, I, I think probably... The couple verses I read here, it was uh, Paul in the New Testament is probably the champion there in giving thanks to God. But in Psalms 116, he says, O Lord, truly I am thy servant. I am thy servant and the son of thy handmaid. Thou hast loosed my bounds. I will offer thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving and will call upon thy name. I will pay my vows unto the Lord, now in the presence of all the people. Amos, you do see the same thing. It's, it, the sacrifice of thanksgiving. And uh, so again, I want to say it, 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 it costs something. And in here, when they gave that sacrifice, it was consumed. Let's remember that. It was consumed. It was burned up. In Hebrews, now we go to the New Testament, 
By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. But to, but to do good and to communicate, forget not, with such a God is, is, very, uh, is, is pleased. One of the sacrifices of thanksgiving is obedience. And, 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 and we noticed that this morning in, in John's writings also, that what good does it say, does it do to say thank you and glorify God if we aren't obedient to his commandments, if we don't keep his commandments? And I think that's what John is pointing out here, uh, was pointing out there, is simply that it's no good. We can, be, we can say as much thank you and glorify God as we want. If we don't keep his commandments, it really doesn't show that we are. So that's one of the sacrifices that, yeah, we can, we can put that on the altar. If you love me, John says this quite often, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. If you're really a thankful person, you will keep my commandments meaning you will obey the Lord. Samuel, uh, that was a, a, a prime example of, of being obedient. The, the, the Pharisees, the Sadducees and the Pharisees, over and over and over. They, they, were, they were champions in praising God, weren't they? They, they praised God and, and even said thank you but they weren't willing to sacrifice their life. They weren't willing to give what it takes to be a, be, be a thankful person. It might be a, a tradition, a tradition um, just lips. I, I guess, in, in other words, lip service is no good, is it? Lip service simply is no good. It doesn't make me a thankful person by just saying thank you. It does not. But the giving up is important. Now, there's, there's a few things here that I want to just say that could possibly be things that we could sacrifice to show that we are certainly, and, and burn them up, certainly uh, are a thankful person. So let's think about the future. Have you ever worried or had fear of the future? I did. Someone said, the fear of the future is the enemy of li living, thankfully, in the present. Think about that. The fear of the future is an enemy of living, thankfully, in the present. A truly thankful person has faith and, and that salvation and that kingdom, and he trusts that. He trusts that. And am I willing to, yes, am I willing to put, a, put that on the altar? The, it might be the checkbook. It might be whatever it is. Uh, whatever it might be. It might be the children. It might be uh, what's going to happen to the church or what's going to happen to to. Whatever it is, are we willing 
to put that on the altar, to sacrifice that, and, and, and to truly trust God. That's what he's looking for. He's not looking for lip service. He's looking for a person that truly is surrendered over to him. We will leave the future to God. I know it's hard sometimes, isn't it? It's hard sometimes because we like, we like to see things. We like to feel them. We like to, we like to touch them. We like to be in control. We like to be in control. But he once, one time said that, just leave the future to me because just look at the flowers and the birds, the animals and whatever, the white-tailed deer, the creation. Yeah, I created everything. I even created you. I take care of those. They're, they're supplied for. Now, I'm not, this does not, I'm not, saying that you should sit down and do nothing. That's not, the birds also go out and fight the berries and the, and the things. They go out to, to look. Wants. Our wants keeps us from really counting our blessings and being content with what we have. It keeps us from being thankful for what we have. Actually, our wants turn into sins sometimes, don't they? You know, we covet, we lust and covet and for more and for this, for that, and, and that could turn into sin. And only we aren't satisfied with what we have. So contentment is, 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 is certainly a big thing here in being thankful. A, a discontentment is simply a, uh, an unthankful person. Complaining. I'm probably the champion of complaining. Murmuring, complaining. If things aren't right, if it's too hot or if it's too cold or if, you know, you know, the food doesn't taste right or whatever it might be, we complain. Don't see enough deer. You know, it just goes on and on, murmuring and complaining. How can I be thankful when I'm complaining? Huh? Is, how can I be thankful when I murmur, when I look at the dark side of life and not on, on the good things and the blessings? I count my blessings. If, uh, you know, it's just simply, it's that way. I can't be, I can't be thankful. One more thing on this, on, on as far as giving, uh, sacrificing, uh, and that is in the brotherhood. We get together, you know, when we have communion, we say we love the brotherhood, we love each other, and we, we say that. Are we truly thankful for each other? You know, we say that, but then things come up to show if I'm truly thankful. And, and the one thing I want to point out, and I hear this quite often, is you can think the way you want to think, and I can think the way I want to think. You know, we can, you know, that is so true to a certain point. You know, we don't all think the same. We, we don't, you know, we don't do that. 
But the, the point I want to get here is this. If we keep going with that, then everything's a go. We can, we can just, we'll, we, we won't be together. We don't love each other. There comes a point where I have to give up. We, uh, let's, let's say we have an issue in, 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 in the brotherhood with a red apple and a yellow apple. Which one are we going to use or which one are we going to eat? And some say the red, some say the yellow. Now, you know, that's not an issue, but I'm giving this just as a, you know. And, uh, well, I tell my brother, you can have the red apple, but I'm not going to change my mind. I'm going to have the yellow apple. And we keep going with that. See, that's an idea when we want to do something. You know, well, you can do it your way, I can do it my way. Some, there comes a point, if I want to be thankful for my brother, that I have to give up. I can't just take it home and put it in the storeroom like we usually do. We'll put it in the storeroom, and the next time I have the opportunity, I will hit it again. And then I'll, no, I didn't go. So I'll take it back in the storeroom again, and I come back to the church, and I'll hit it again till I have it. That's the way the politicians work. That's not the way the brotherhood works. There comes a time when we're, if we are thankful and love each other, there comes a time that we have to make a sacrifice, that we put that on the altar to show that we are really thankful. And we give up and say, okay, we'll do it your way. You can take that wherever you want to take it, but, but that's the way I see it. There was a man that was... Uh, that said with his mouth, that he said, but I will sacrifice, I'll, I'll just read it here, but I will sacrifice unto, unto thee the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that I have vowed, salvation is of the Lord. Who said that? I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. And the Lord spake unto the fish. And if out Jonah unto the dry land. He was in a hard situation, wasn't he? He was down there in the deep. Way down in the deep of the ocean. Way down in the stomach of the fish. He didn't have anything to sacrifice anymore. He said, the voice of thanksgiving, I will pay that I have vowed. I believe that Jonah was serious. He was probably serious. But then when he came out, uh, it wasn't so serious. Some of the things we should be thankful for uh, is, uh, I, I just have some quotes here. Magnify him with thanksgiving. Come, to, come in his presence with thanksgiving. Enter into the gate with thanksgiving. Sacrifice with thanksgiving. Sing unto the Lord with thanksgiving. So he just, it just points out that whatever we do, we should be thankful. Sacrifice with thanksgiving. So I see the box sitting back there. Let me say something that uh, when we give, 
if we can say to the Lord, I thank you that I can give this, however small and large it is, if we can do that, and truly from the heart say thank you that I am able to give this, that's a blessing. I think you'll we'll look at the giving way different than we did before. When our heart really looks forward, and we're really thankful that we can give that. I think we'll get a blessing. In uh, Philippians 4, I want to read this again. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but everything by prayer, supplication. Give thanks, uh, supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request, uh, request be known unto the God. See, with thanksgiving, we should, when we uh, request of God, we should do it with thanksgiving. Now, I talked about the children of Israel. Also talk about unthankfulness. God wasn't pleased with them when they murmured, was he? There was usually a punishment. There was no mercy sometimes because they were unthankful. It did not please God and it doesn't please God uh, in the new dispensation, in today's world, when we're unthankful. In 2 Timothy, uh, uh, Timothy, it's written like this. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own self. What do you think about a person that is a lover of his own self? Covetousness, boasters, proud, blasphemers. What do you think of people like that? Disobedient to parents? What is the next one? Unthankful. Unholy, with not, with, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, trady, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but de 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 denying the power thereof from such turn away. It's right in the sins. It's right, he names them right, right with the sins here. Unthankfulness is a sin. It's actually a sin. This was probably one of the one of the reasons that Satan was kicked out of out of heaven. That's not quite the right right words there, but he was unthankful for being with God, for being in heaven. He started accusing his brethren. Now I'm going to read, in closing here, I'm going to read uh, in Revelations. In Revelations 4, verse 8, And of the four beasts had each of them six wings about him, and they were all full of eyes within, and they rest not day and night, saying, Holy, Holy, Lord of God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. And when those beasts gave glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the four and twenty elders fell down before him that sat on the throne and worshipped him that liveth forever and ever, and cast their crowns before him, 
saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory, honor, power, for Thou hast created all things, and for Thy pleasure they are and were created. You notice what they were doing here? Giving glory to God and thanks to God. In Revelation 7, And all the angels stood around about the throne and about the elders and the four beasts and fell before the throne on their faces and worshipped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and the honor and power and might be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. Revelations 11, And the four and twenty-four elders which sat before God on their seats fell upon their faces and worshipped God, saying, We give thee thanks, O God Almighty, which art and wast and art to come, because thou hast taken to thee thy great power and hast reigned. In Revelations 19, about the same thing. What are they doing in heaven? You might as well be thankful here, because you're going to be doing it there. We're going to be thankful. And notice that they, they threw their crowns in front of Christ. I believe that's what, when we get there, is we're going to be so thankful, because we realize that we're only here because of him. And so again, let's be thankful people, because that's God's people, and that's what we're going to be when we get to heaven. Let's kneel in prayer. Father God, we come to you. We say a thank you. First, for your kingdom, and that we can live in your kingdom here on earth. We thank you for what it cost you to make that available. We thank you for salvation. We thank you that Jesus came down here and that he died on the cross and that he resurrected so that we can have everlasting life. Oh God, thank you for this great plan of salvation. God, we thank you for the material things that we have here on earth. The many things that you have blessed us with. We have plenty of food. We have raiment. We have what we need, oh God. Help us to live a life that really truly shows that we are thankful. And with these material things, when we share them, that's one way to show that we are thankful, that you blessed us so richly. Thank you for the brotherhood. Thank you for each other, God. And again, help us to show us that we love each other. And as John writes, that we keep the commandments. No greater commandment than that we love each other. So God, as we go uh, go on through life, and as we go into uh, as we go into the next week, as we meet people, help us to show them that we're thankful. It can win. We know that it can win many, many people into your kingdom if we go about as thankful people. Bless the church here at Rock Haven. God, we just ask that you might just uh, uh, be with them as they go about to be a light, to, to like a, a city on the hill, so that people can see the way as they meet people and, and uh, in, in the community. 
and also has uh, blessed them for the many good deeds here that they have done in in the community already. Uh, we pray for healing for everybody. We just pray, God, at this time for Sister Rose. We pray, God, that you would comfort her, that you would heal her, and that you would just be with, with her and also handle in the family. We just pray, God, that you would bless them. Again, just be with us, and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, well, uh, thank you for listening. And uh, if you see me that I'm unthankful, just tell me, okay? Uh, yeah, I'll give time to Henry or close the service. I